August 30th, 2019, a beautiful Friday. Um, I It's actually kind of early that I'm recording this right now. It's going to be up later this afternoon, so I should actually say good afternoon instead of good morning. Um, I went to I went to work pretty early today, and I left uh, just because I never work on the weekends. So um, I went to the canal in Pittsburgh and... Uh, just brought, what was it? What was it there? Bought? I bought it at this place in Pittsburgh. Um, it was a Four Kicks, I believe it's called. A Four Kicks cigar. And I can't remember who makes it. Um, I can't remember who makes it, damn. Anyways, uh, just got back from Pittsburgh. I know I said that we were going to do a podcast, but it just never ended up happening. I brought the laptop, I brought the microphone, but it just didn't happen. Uh, so I apologize for that. Um, it was going to be all, all all four of the guys. And uh, we were all there, but it just never happened. So I apologize for that. Uh, it'll happen eventually, but it just didn't work out this weekend. We were too busy uh, partying and hanging out and just relaxing, um, which was nice. It was nice to kind of get away from the world for a little bit, not really pay attention to my phone. Um, yeah. But... Uh, I got it at this really cool place. If anyone's ever in Pittsburgh, um, I know that in Rochester we have a Leaf and Bean, which is a coffee shop. Um, but in Pittsburgh they have a Leaf and Bean, which was kind of like this hipstery cigar bar, um, and they had like coffee and drinks and shit in there too. But it was just like this place with like these garage doors that come up, um, and you could just walk in. They got the giant humidor in there, um, and then they got seating outside and inside. It's it's a really cool place. I wish I would have taken more photos of it. Um, but I went there and got that four kick cigar. It was the first time I had seen it. I'd seen them online before, but I never, uh, wanted to buy them online. So I, I saw them in the, uh, humidor that they had at that leaf and bean place. So I, I bought one of them. It was pretty good. Brought that to the canal with me this morning, read a little more. Um, I'm still reading Dan Harris's book. If, uh, you can believe that I was really good with the reading. And then I just kind of, uh, I don't know. It's like, I think one night instead of reading, we like turn turn the show on, and it just it's weird how like bad habits can just completely annihilate your good habits. Um, so I'm definitely trying to get back into that. Hence me uh, going to the canal this morning. It was beautiful this morning too. It was like sixty something, I think. Um, but the fucking bees were everywhere, so I ended up taking off. Um. What what was I going to start off with here? Okay, so uh, Dave Chappelle had a special. And everyone that's probably listened to like one or two of these knows that I like watching stand-up. I think it's just fun. Um, and people are really going after Dave Chappelle for some of the stuff that he said during his special, which I understand um, entirely. I, I understand like people going after someone for making jokes about stuff, but I also have to argue that like, it's just stand up comedy and I don't really understand what, like, if you know that it's stand up comedy and you know that the person telling the joke doesn't actually mean what they're saying. Like, I, I just never understand why people make such a big deal about that. Um, Bill Burr says all the time that, you know, people will sit and they'll enjoy the shit out of a comedy show until the comic says something that they don't agree with. And then like all of a sudden, like everything that they've said is just null and like, they're just a horrible person. And 
they should never perform again. Um, I, I just don't get that. Like, it's stand-up comedy. People are making jokes. They're trying to make people laugh and kind of pull them away from reality for, you know, 60 minutes. And I, I've just never understood it. I enjoyed Chappelle's special. I fell asleep toward the, the end of it just because I was missing so much sleep over the weekend that my body was trying to catch up. Um, so I do have to watch it again. I did see something that at the end of his special... Uh, if you watch the whole thing, it'll go into like an extra half hour or so of um, just kind of like him sitting and just like chatting with the crowd, which is kind of cool. Uh, so I do want to watch it again so I could see that part. Um, I also saw something that like he had Kanye with him. I, I don't know if that's uh, I don't know if that's true, if he was in the special or if they were doing something in town or whatever when he did a special. But I saw that they were together for something. I'm not sure what it was. I got to look. But, um, so Chappelle special came out August 26th, and then I think it was shortly after I saw that Bill Burr's special was coming out on September 10th, uh, and that one's called Paper Tiger, which I have no idea what that means. Um, Chappelle's special was called Sticks and Stones, which I think is really symbolic of, like, the jokes that he told, because a lot of the jokes that he told definitely offended a lot of people. You could go online and type his name and you'll see that he offended a lot of people. But I think the whole point of what he, how he named the special was to say that like, these are just words, like these words shouldn't hurt people. You know, he kind of, he made fun of everybody. You know, I'm white and he makes fun of white people all the time. And I laugh. Like I, I agree with a lot of the stuff that he says about white people. It's true. Um, I just, you know, when people make jokes about stuff, typically the reaction is to laugh because you know it's a joke and you're like, ah, that's kind of fucked up. Like, normally you shouldn't say something like that, but since you're telling a joke, it's all right because I know you probably don't mean it. Like, I hope you don't mean it. Um, I, I just never saw what the issue is with that stuff. But, um, you know, the sticks and stones, like, it's just words. It, it's words that don't mean anything. You know, there's, there's nothing behind them. He doesn't have any sort of cruel intention or anything. Um, at least that's what rational people would believe. Um, that Bill Burr, September 10th, I think the boondocks is coming back soon. Um, so some people are going to have a pretty tough year (sighs) or rest of the year. Fucking year's almost over with. It seems like just last week it was new year's. Um, so I really didn't come with much to talk about. Uh, Anthony Hamilton, who was on um, quite a while ago, he's got his own show now, which is also streaming off of Anchor. Um, I want to talk to that guy again because it seems like he's got really got the ball rolling with his stuff right now. So I do want to see... Anthony, I know you're going to listen to this because you asked if I was recording on uh, Friday on Instagram, which I said, of course I am. So I do believe that you're going to hear this and then we're going to try to line something up. I believe that I have another guest as well coming on, um, this, this Sunday. Um, but Anthony's show, you can find it on anchor. Um, just like my show where anchor streams it everywhere. You can probably also find it on iTunes podcast and Spotify. It's called in the trenches with Anthony Hamilton. Um, I'm kind of slacking though. I haven't listened to his recent. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really don't have that much 
to talk about, which I, I, I feel bad about. Um, I'm still reading the same shit that I was reading like a month and a half, two months ago, which I feel horrible about. Um, I was listening to, oh, geez, uh, the Joe Rogan with Penn and Teller, not Penn and Teller, but Penn, Penn Gillette um, is his name. And he was talking about, because I guess he was on The Apprentice a while, like like for two seasons or something. And um, they were talking about in the beginning, like what Trump was actually like and I thought it was funny that Penn said he would like consult people on like you know I bought this property for three million dollars and I sold it for 4.5 and um, you know someone someone online told me that I didn't sell it for enough like I didn't make enough of a profit and he said so he's probably sitting there arguing with like some 18 year old that said he didn't sell it for enough money and it's funny to see how like the president still does that shit when someone says something about him he'll like google some random shit about him and then like tweet it back in response and be like oh yeah well blah 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 i i thought that was funny to hear just cuz like that that kind of behavior just translated right into his presidency and he still does that shit which i think is hilarious um <clears throat> but i i got to listen to that podcast cuz i think it's going to be a good one i guess joe rogan's really good friends with him so uh, he always has good conversations with the people that he's friends with they're always funny uh, Joey Diaz, Brian Callen, guys like that. Um, Jesus Christ, I really don't have shit to talk about. Um, I've just been kind of mellow. I've just been kind of passively doing stuff. Um, been a little lazy the past few nights. I downloaded... Um, so we, we went to uh, a Pirates game in Pittsburgh, which was an absolute blowout. They destroyed the Reds. I think it was 14-0. Um, and it was the, the same night that the, the Indians were playing the, oh geez, I believe it, they were playing Tampa. Um, were they playing Tampa? I can't remember. I think they were. Um, and they beat them. Uh, Cleveland beat them. Cleveland's my team. Um, and then the Saints also won the preseason against the Jets. So I was just on a roll that night. Um, <laughs> but, uh. After that, I was like, I forgot like how much I enjoyed like experiencing baseball. So in 2019, what's the best way for a millennial to experience something is to get a PlayStation game <laughs> that uh, lets you do that. So I bought MLB The Show uh, 2019, and I was playing it the other night. I was throwing a no-hitter, which means absolutely nothing because I'm doing it on a PlayStation and uh, I was so tired. I think it was the same night that I watched Chappelle. I was so tired that like mid-pitch, you know how you fall asleep? Like you could be awake one second and then fall asleep and then be awake the next second. It was that. And in that split second, I blew my no-hitter because I just fell asleep when the dude hit the ball. Uh, which, oddly enough, uh, even though I recognize it doesn't matter, it kind of ruined my night. Because I, I just, like, I never fathomed that I could do that, like, on a game. Um, you know, I remember when me and my brother would always play, what was it? Uh, it was on the old Nintendo. We'd play Ken Griffey's Slugfest was the, the baseball game at the time. 
and um, we would just drill each other with uh, pitches the whole time and see who could hit the most home runs if we decided to throw down the middle. Um, I do miss baseball, though. But it's like I don't want to be – I don't have time for, like, a league, and I also don't want to be, like, that dude that's like, yeah, I'm in a softball league. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but um, I just don't want to, like, be – I don't want to be in like a softball league unless anyone's in one and they could recommend one for me to join. Um, I just don't want to like wander in and be like, Hey, like I'm here. I feel like that'd be kind of awkward. Um, my, my throat feels weird. And I think that I did this thing a while ago and I cracked my neck, which I shouldn't, um, my chiropractor says that I shouldn't, but I do just because sometimes I'll get like a headache. So if I pop my neck, my headache will go away. Um, but I cracked my neck a while ago and I felt like a weird, like in my throat, like in the front, like a weird, like tightness. Um, and then it went away after a few days, but I cracked my neck the other day and I have that weird tightness again. So I just got to stop doing it. Um, I got to stop doing that. Because obviously I'm fucking something up, which I shouldn't be doing. Um, Jesus Christ, this is fucking horrible. Uh, what else is going on in the world? Hold on, I'm I'm gonna recover this podcast right now. All right, I'm back. I was having this conversation with my mom earlier because we have family in Florida. Uh, there's a hurricane that I'm assuming everyone knows about by now. That's uh creeping its way. Uh, towards the um, the uh, the south there, and uh, <laughs> wow, um, I was reading a little bit about it, and I don't know how I forgot about this because I was looking at it yesterday and this morning. I don't know how the fuck I forgot about the hurricane, but apparently, like something about the temperature of the waters, like warm enough where it'll make it. Like they're thinking that it might be a category four. By the time it touches land, which is like, didn't they make a movie about like a category five hurricane and it was called like, like the end of tomorrow or some shit like that, like category five, the end of the world. I don't know, but it was bad. Um, so a category four, like obviously people in Florida don't give a shit. They're like, you know, let's just go buy some water and like some beans and shit and just kind of like board up the windows and chill out in the bathtub for the weekend. But like being in New York and never really experiencing that, like when we lived out West, uh, for that short time, we did see like a formation of like a funnel cloud. Um, but it never turned into anything, but like, I was still like intensely scared when I saw that. Uh, I can never fucking imagine like if they're, t- Okay, so if people are telling you to leave, like, your state because there's a hurricane that's coming and it's gonna, like, it's supposed to be bad, like, why would you stay? Like, I would leave. That thing is gonna show up like a, like a a fucking state farm agent and just tear through shit. And, uh, I just, I can't imagine that people actually stand, I remember when, I can't remember what storm it was, um... But the the guy who was reporting on the Weather Channel was on a beach somewhere. And it was like, it was going to touch down like the next day. 
and the weather was fucking horrible. And there was people like on the beach just chilling. And <laughs> and this isn't the this isn't the clip with the guy who was like struggling to stay on his feet. Um during the the newscast in the weather channel and then the two kids in the background just like calmly walked by him in the background. Like this guy was completely like he was selling the shit out of this storm. But th- this other one, I, I remember watching it. And I was like, look at these people on the fucking beach. Like they're, they're used to this. This is like, this is the a hurricane down there for people that have lived down there for a while is like the equivalent of like seeing a pigeon if you live in New York. Like it's just, yeah, you know, they're everywhere. We get them. We deal with them. Uh, it, it's like, it's so strange. Like just how... Like, we all live in the same country, but, like, you go down south and, like, they just don't give a shit about hurricanes. They're like, yeah, you know, they show up. We go to Home Depot. We buy the wood. Uh, we go get the water, and then it's fine. It's like, is it? Is it really? Like, do you really? What do you do after that? Do you turn on HGTV after the storm passes and go, all right, how are we going to fix the fucking house this time around? Um, my, what was it? My aunt and uncle, when we were down there, they had these really cool, like storm windows. Um, so I, I think my uncle said like, you don't need to board them up because they're like the way that they're built. Like if anything hit them, like, I can't remember what he said the impact was that they could withstand, but if it got hit by something of that magnitude that like, they just wouldn't cave, which I thought was cool. Um, so I mean the technology is there and I'm, I'm sure that pe- people in Florida are well equipped, equipped just like they were. Um, but I mean, I don't know, just being from New York and never having experienced that before, like people fucking freak out here when like it rains too hard and you can hear it through the roof. So I just couldn't imagine like if you, if you took someone from New York, shipped them down to Florida, uh, during hurricane season, if they would even, you know, make it back without having white hair like that dude in it when he saw the fucking clown for the first time. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, on a personal note, and I'm probably going to get way too deep about this, we, I, I moved uh, Casey's sister into her school um, last week. I'm not going to say where, but uh, moved her into school. And I was having a talk with uh, one of my friends on the way back home. I called him and I was like, it's so crazy to think that when we moved into college that we thought we were old and like independent and all that shit. Um, I was like, but when I moved her in, it's so crazy because I'm looking around, I see all these kids moving in. I'm like, they're literally just kids. Like we didn't know, like we thought we knew everything, but we didn't know anything. And we thought that we'd be all right alone, but that wasn't necessarily the case. And we thought we were grown up, which is the big one, which definitely wasn't the case. I mean, I look at myself now and I think that I'm relatively, relatively grown up. Um, but I'm sure that in five years, you know, the same time that I was moving into college, um, you know, just amplify that five years ahead again, I, I'm going to look back and say when I was 23, like I was just a kid. And like that just kind of goes on for a certain time. And then you get your AARP card and you're like, maybe I'm not a kid anymore. But, uh, just like having that reality and like looking around, like it just made me like kind of more, 
I don't want to say like determined, but kind of like more focused on like myself and just like thinking about, you know, I think I did the numbers the other day. I'm getting married in like 30 some days. Like it's, it's not that far away. Um, so like that and like just work and just trying to do more and everything. It's like, I think that I'm still a kid, but like I'm on the right path to do like good stuff, you know? Um, I like, but at the same time, like I'm still with, like I'm still with the times, you know? Like I understand that I'm a millennial. I have a podcast. I write a blog. Like I'm, I'm fitting all the criteria of like what a 20 year old would typically do. Um, but I think that I have, and I'm not saying this to sound like a douche, but, um, what I really like about like me and Casey or Casey and I, uh, sorry, English majors, um, is that we are kind of able to look ahead and like have a mature perspective on things. Um, which has always impressed me about her and my mom has always told us, you know, um, that like her, her friends and shit will say stuff like, oh, they're so mature and all this. Yeah, I'm kissing my own ass, whatever. Moving on. Um, but yeah, um, it just being at the campus and seeing all the people is like, they're fucking children, you know? Um, it, if they spend too much money at a certain point in time, they're going to start sweating because they're going to be like, how do I get more? Um, yeah. It was very eye-opening. I just thought I was an adult when I was moving into college. I actually wasn't. I was still a child. I was a child that wasn't surrounded by anyone that could really help me other than mentally help me, uh, which I, I just looking back, I think is funny. Okay. So... Um, other than that, I mean, like I said, I've been slacking with a lot of the stuff that I have been trying to do and it almost makes me feel like it's not worth putting out a podcast. Um, but I did have kind of like a realization when we were in Pittsburgh that, um, and I know a lot of people are going to probably vibe with this. Like, do you ever just scroll through your Instagram or your Twitter and you kind of just like passively soak stuff in, but you don't really do anything with it. Um, I'm really trying to be more, what's the word? Receptive. Yeah, there we go. I'm trying to be more receptive of the stuff that I see online. So when I see something, instead of scrolling past it, like even if it's some shit that I don't care about, like I feel like I should still watch that 60 second clip or read that tweet or like look at that article because I like learning stuff. But when it comes to learning stuff, I feel like I only try to learn stuff that um, kind of interests me, which obviously you should do. Um, and I'm not talking about like news or anything. I think that when you watch like the news or try to figure out what's going on in the world, you should kind of read things that you don't agree with on top of stuff that you do agree with, um, just so you can kind of get that that perspective. But when it comes to just like learning like general stuff, like, I just feel like I should look into those things more. Like, what if you spent an hour a day, like just reading about some random shit that you saw, um, in like a news headline or I don't know, like say they found something in like a pyramid in Egypt, whatever stuff like that. Like just so you could have like 
it's just more things to talk about and like different things that you could plug in and pull out of conversation. Um, it just, I, I can't remember where I had that thought in Pittsburgh, but like we were doing something and I was like, what if I just like read more of this kind of shit or like watch more of these kind of videos? Um, yeah, that's, that's a really random thought, but like at the same time, I just was like, it kind of seems like it's something that I should be doing, you know, like I, I try to have a little more. Um, I, I mean, okay, so let me, let me just do this. So when I do these Friday podcasts, my, my initial goal was to just kind of get on and talk about stuff, um, that I've been doing, that I've been reading, that I've been looking into. Um, but it seems like every single time, cause I don't like to have a script cause I know that when I do some sort of script or I lay out what I want to talk about that it's really hard for me to present all of it without sounding like a robot. Um, so I don't do that. And then the second I turn on the microphone, I get into that point like today where like, I'm like, okay, what am I talking about? Like I, that wasn't my intention. So my initial goal was to come on and talk about stuff. Um, but I feel like, it's kind of like a mental game where you want to, you really, really want to, but it's just like with everything else, like you're kind of talking yourself down. Like I had this conversation with Pat the other day, like that I've been kind of, uh, what was the exact phrase that I used? Um, because we've had this discussion a bunch of times. It's like, I've just, I, I put mental limitation on myself um, and kind of force myself like out of my confidence sometimes. And I don't know why. Um, so I, I feel like it kind of has that same effect on, you know, sometimes when I do this, um, cause I mean, obviously it's like a, I don't, I don't even think I put ads on the Friday shows because I know that like, they're not the best that they could be. Um, so I'm, I, I I'm going to try to figure out a way to get better with them. Um, so, you could just shut this off if you want to, because I'm going to try to talk my way into how I should do it. Um, I've written down ideas as like little segments that I should have, but like I said, I don't want it to be overly structured. Like I feel like this gives me an opportunity to come on and just talk about stuff um, rather than kind of really talk about stuff like, you know, in an informative way, like some sort of benefit, not just come on and ramble about shit. Um, but it's just difficult sometimes because there's so much that goes on. It's like, what do I want to talk about? It's like, I could say a lot about ABC, but like, I don't want to be repetitive or redundant in what I'm talking about. Um, so one thing that I'll ask, because I can see, not specifically, but I could see who listens, um, send me a message or something on one of the one of the platforms that I'm on, um, and just sh- like send me articles, send me just like even if it's like two words, like talk about this, blah blah. Um, I want to be able to look into stuff so I could know not only what's appealing to you guys, um, and then I could give my poorly informed opinion on it, um, but also so I can 
just be exposed to more. Um, I think that's very important. Um, and like I said, with all those kids that were at the college, if there's any one thing that I could recommend to like a, a kid that is just starting out school, it would be just to soak up as much as you can and try not to hold other people's opinions with too much weight because a lot of the time they're just talking, you know. Um, I don't want to be someone that just talks. So I'm really going to try to make an effort to um, do a little more um, and be a little bit more irritating on like Twitter and Instagram when it comes to sharing stuff um, that I find interesting um, at any level. It doesn't really matter what it is. It's just, it's all stuff. It all has some sort of contribution to the world, so it might as well be shared. Um other than that, I mean, like I said, I've been slacking with a lot of other shit, which I think has really been affecting how I do these Friday shows. Um, might even have been one of the things that made it so we didn't do a show when we were in Pittsburgh with everybody. But uh, I'm going to work on it just because I don't like how, you know, I, I don't like putting out something that's poor quality. So I'm definitely going to work on it. Um, and like I said, I believe I just sent him a message a while ago. He hasn't answered yet, so he's probably doing something right right now. Excuse me. Um, but uh, I do believe that I'm going to be having someone over here on Sunday for a podcast. Uh, it should be pretty good. Um, known him for a long time, but really haven't sat down to have like a real chat with him. So I'm really excited. He's a cool dude, interesting dude. Um and I think he's going to have a lot of cool shit to say. So I'm going to sign off now. But um, hopefully if things work out, I will have him here on uh, Sunday. And uh, that'll be up probably on Labor Day. So listen to it while you're uh, chilling out, having a drink, taking a swim. And uh, like I said, until then, I'll see you.